Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This is a little clip from an episode that we'll be dropping on YouTube this afternoon at 3pm. Myself and Matty the Waterboy going through the South Sydney Rabbitohs and their best 17 for 2023. In this clip we talk about Lockie Elias obviously filling in the big boots of Adam Reynolds. We talk about Keon Colomantungi, the season that he came of age and of course the superstar. Matty describes him as the biggest superstar in Rugby League, Latrell Mitchell and the impact that he's going to have on the South Sydney Rabbitohs side in 20. 23. I think plenty of positives to come out of this year. Obviously, uh, Ilias, the season he had as a debutant halfback was sensational. Uh, mm. The thing that I loved about Ilias was that he literally improved a little bit every single week. Yeah, he did. He really did. He just he, he just kept gaining, and he, he didn't have any... Uh, he had a few very good games, but he never had that game where you're like, oh, fuck, this is why he's a young superstar. Because he... I don't think Elias is ever going to be a superstar. I just think he's going to be a traditional halfback. Yeah. And when you've got the sort of team that you've got, I think that's exactly what you need, realistically. So I was very impressed with him. I was also very impressed with Elias, as much as he improved every week. Whenever he had his bad games... He always bounced back from them. Yeah. Sometimes you see young halfbacks, they have poor games, and sometimes that can put them in a rut for months, weeks, seasons. It wasn't the same with Elias. It was like every at the start of each game, he just went, yep, fuck it. Back to the drawing board. Here I go again. Um, I'll admit, when he got hooked against St. George, I thought, fuck, he's going to spend a few... Like, his confidence is going to be shot. He's going to yep. spend a few weeks out. Maybe it was a good thing we had to buy the next week, but, geez, he, he bounced back from that... Better than I ever would have imagined, and full credit to him. And I think people need to also keep in mind that Ilias, when he got hooked for that Dragons game, Matty, you'd know better than me, it was only about a week or two earlier that they brought Cody Nicarima into the club from memory. Yeah, that's right. So there was also the pressure of, okay, now we've got another guy that can also play halfback. For the first few weeks, it was Ilias or no one, essentially. They had Blake Taft there as well. But bringing an experienced guy like Cody Nicarima, and when they signed Nicarima, I'd been told by multiple people that Nicarima was brought in because the coach wasn't convinced if Elias was going to be the guy. And I think Elias, the way that he responded to one, the hooking, to the arrival of Nicarima, it was it was like watching a guy in his fifth and sixth year of first grade, not his 15th and 16th game. 
yeah, like you, you, you sometimes forget this was his rookie year in mm. such a vital position. And as you said before, he got better and better each week. His defense was fucking fantastic at the end of the year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I, I think everyone is pretty stoked with how how Ilias went this year because he had a mountain of pressure on his shoulders. Get uh, having to replace uh, Adam Reynolds, so good on him. Yeah, and he replaced him incredibly well. Uh, you know. Have to call it as it is, though. We do know that with young halfbacks, the second year of first grade, Matty, it can be the biggest challenge of all at times. Yeah, second year syndrome. Second year syndrome. Uh, we have to talk about it, as we said. Uh, it has claimed so many great halfbacks over the years. Uh, the number one comes, the one that comes to mind for me is obviously t- Timmy Smith from the Parramatta Eels had that first year where he was fucking unbelievable uh, and just never quite kicked on after that. As I said, the thing that fills me with confidence with Ilias is that he isn't a highlights guy. Yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing then. Like, people say, oh, second-year syndrome for a, a player that has all these tries. If their numbers are down the next year, then like, oh, you know, second-year syndrome. But you don't look at Ilias' numbers. You're just looking at what he does every every set, every play, every every week, et cetera. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think we'll see that from Ilias. And I also think that for the average fan that probably doesn't look at it as close as we do, it is good that he had a good season without having unbelievable numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't think his numbers will ever get heaps better than what they were this year. I also don't think they'll get heaps worse, though. I think he'll just be a middle-of-the-line sort of halfback, which is what you need, especially in a side like yours where you've got a gun hooker, a gun fullback, a gun 5'8", um, gun outside backs. So I just, I, I think he's the perfect sort of guy. So hopefully he can keep it up, uh, keep doing what he's doing. Mate, I thought the other, one of the other big positives for you out of season 2022 was I've looked at your South Sydney side the last few years and I've sort of gone, the starting front rowers are good, but the guys underneath that, they worry me a little bit. Um, I think Tom Burgess, he had the best season of his career. And whenever Tom Burgess got injured, I sort of thought, oh, fuck, South Sydney are going to struggle. Totola. Harm Saleh, these two were unbelievable last year. And I think that the confidence they're going to take out of this season and then also bringing on uh, young Davy Mowali into that group as well, I really like the look of the South Sydney pack at the moment. Yeah, I was I was pretty devo when um, Mark Nichols signed with Dolphins because he was he's, he's had a really good couple of years uh, for South. But you're right, that forward pack front row rotation now is looking so good. It's crazy how Tommy Burgess and George Burgess are twins, but their careers are kind of different. Like George, who just retired, um, was one of the best players in the NRL in 2014. He scored a bunch of tries. He did that grand final try, and and Tom was kind of like the the sideshow compared to George back then. Mm -hmm. George has retired now, and and now Tom's probably our best front row. I mean, Tim Wiltatola. Um yeah, that that I was again when he got suspended, well when he was out because he got suspended and something he got he he had two stints out at the back end of the year. Um, that's right, he got suspended and then he got injured. Yeah, whilst he was suspended and then he might have missed a finals game or something. I don't know. Is this Tom? Yeah, Tom. He had a groin injury for fucking ages. Yeah, he was missing and that no one really spoke about it no, while it was, he was out or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it was annoying. It was annoying that no one would communicate that. But um, yeah, I I, I got very very. Very worried when he he wasn't playing, but the other boys stepped up and Totola. He he's like he had a, like a good start to his career, kind of well didn't lull, but like this year he he has been so good and he won the Rabbitohs Player of the Year mm. at the awards and 
that wasn't a, a random thing. I actually remember walking to there and he was my pick to, yep. to, to win it and he did. So uh, he was just so good this year and he's only getting better. And I think credit to those guys because I'm looking at your squad now. I've got a team in front of me that I think is how they'll line up for 23. I'm not even considering Jairo as a middle at all. No. Nah, and that's chance. credit to those guys because I'll tell you what, when you first signed Jairo, I thought he... I, I didn't think you had the team to be able to play him on an edge. Yeah, I thought he was going to be in the middle as well. Yeah, 100%. So credit to those middles. They've done tremendously well. One more I want to mention, mate, uh, that came from the Canberra Raiders last year, Havili. I think he proved to be a very valuable signing. You've obviously got Mamazellas coming through, who will be the next nine after Damian Cook. But to have a guy like Havili who can sub in and play nine, uh, and I thought some of his games through the middle this year, there was gen like there was games where he genuinely came on the field and he turned the tide through the middle with just his momentum gathering runs. I thought he was great for you as well. He was so good, and it cannot be understated how big a loss he was in the prelim because he he didn't play that prelim, and yeah, he was it was it was such a big loss because as you said, he did such good work for us this year. It was a it was a very nice surprise. Always knew he was a good player, but very very nice surprise at how well he did this year, and he's a certainty to be in like seventeen this year uh, next year. Now, I know I keep saying one more guy I want to mention. This will be the last guy before we get into the team, but I genuinely think this guy might be the most improved player in the competition over the last two years, Colin Montungi. He has gone from a young guy coming into the NRL, maybe trying to get a spot, getting a few games here and there, to one of the first picked every week. And one of the first picked every week because you know what you're going to get every single fucking week. Uh, He's obviously got an incredible skill set, a great offload, a great running game, but... Mate, the moment that changed it for me this year with Colin Montungi was that game against the Newcastle Knights where Clemmer went after him and he did not take a backward mm. step at any fucking point. Um, I, I've been so impressed with him. I thought that despite Tonga, for, in my opinion, being very disappointing this World Cup, I thought he was their best player by far and away. I'm pretty sure he made the World Cup yep, team. Yeah, made the World Cup team of the tournament. And, yep, thoroughly and rightly deserved. so. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He was, he was their best player. Yeah, he's been. He's. I can't believe how much he's improved. I I watched him play for mascot when he was younger. Um, I didn't expect him to be this good this early. I, I don't know what, what you thought when you first saw him, Matty, but I thought it'd take him a lot longer. Even to like, get to the stage he's at. Even because he's been good for a couple of years, but even this year, how much he's improved? Like you said, that Knights game was a turning point. But I mean, I wouldn't call it a slow start to the year. But if you compare the front of the year to the back end of the year, it is so different. He. He was so much better at the back end of the year and, and was one of the Rabbitohs' best players. And, fuck, he's got, some, he, he's got some skill, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got some skill. And the thing that stood out for me, and you'll be able to talk more about it, I thought at the start of the season, he got caught out in defense on a number of occasions. Yeah. There was the game against the Roosters, was it? Where you could just tell the Chooks came into that with a game yeah. plan to try and catch him out. They got him a few times. The back end of the season, it just simply wasn't happening to yeah. him. 100%. He was, yeah. Like, as we said, he, he was good like last year as well, like in 2021 and um, when he was coming up. But, oh, the back end of this year. And look, I, I hadn't really sat back and thought what the turning point was, but yeah, maybe it was that Knights game because that was in the middle of the year. South had half their team out, I think more than half their team out, and a few people had to step up and he was one of them. And yeah, went head-to-head with Clemmer, which I certainly would never do. So, yeah. Clemmer in that moment too? Oh, God, scary. Looked like a serial killer out scary, on the field. That scary, was terrifying. Scary. Um, all right, should we get into your best 17 for next year, mate? Let's do it. All 
All right, now a lot of this side sort of picks itself, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, he will be at fullback. Um, Latrell coming off a great World Cup, coming off a great season. Uh, Matty, you, you'll be able to talk to it about it in more detail than me, but I think people forget just how disrupted his season was in 2022. Not just his season. I think the whole Rabbitoh season was, mm. was disrupted, and I think that's a reason we kind of snuck into the eight. Uh, didn't lock down a final spot till we beat the Cowboys in the second last game of the year, which is pretty crazy considering... Rabideau's made the prelim and, you know, was so good in that final series. But yeah, the Latrell getting injured uh, was obviously heaps disrupted because he missed three months of footy, kind of like had to shift our team around a little bit. We had other players get injured, come in and out. And South, at the, what game was it? It was the Dragons game in round 15 when they lost, uh, had only won two games in a row. That was round 15, like a couple of times. They never put three wins together uh, for the year yet. It was, it was, a, it was a really up and down year. And at, the, and at that point, I was thinking, oh, God, this is, this is going to be not a tough year, but like not as good as the years we'd seen in the last four making prelims. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coincidentally, Latrell comes back against the Eels. Can't, just can't lose. We... Beat the Eels, beat the Knights, beat the Dogs, beat Melbourne, which was just so good. Lost to Cronulla by one point, which Troll missed a couple of field goals, which he never, ever will do. Like, he probably won't do again. Mm. Definitely could have won that game, but that's footy. Beat the Warriors, beat the Eels. Lost to the Panthers 22-26, which was a close-as game. Beat the Cowboys. Then they had the Roosters game at Allianz, which we lost, and then beat the Roosters on Sinbin Sunday. Absolutely smash the Sharks and then the prelim. So it was a tale of two years for not just Colomitani, not just Latrell, but the whole Rabbitohs team. Just having a look through Latrell's season this year, mate. Obviously got injured uh, in round five. Uh, didn't return until round 16. But you look at the games that he lost this year. I think he lost a grand total of uh, five games. The first one was against Melbourne. They lost by one point. Lost to Penrith in round four. Lost by 14. That was his biggest loss of the entire season against the eventual Premiers who were going back-to-back. And not only that, Mel- that Melbourne game, which he lost, the reason we got close is because of that crazy yeah, field goal he made kicked. it relevant. Yeah. yeah. Um, next game they lost was in round... Next game Latrell lost was in round 20. Lost by one point to the Sharks, as you said. Yep. Could have won that game on many occasions. Uh, lost to Penrith by four points. Then lost to the Roosters on Simbin Sunday, but returned the week after and beat them at the same ground when it actually mattered. Yep. And then, of course, lost the prelim final by 20-odd points. But you have a look at the teams that he, he lost to throughout the entire year. It was only Melbourne, Penrith, Cronulla, and the Roosters. All all finals teams. All finals teams. All top four teams except for the Roosters, and he beat them the week after yep. when it mattered anyway. So And scored when it was 11 or 13. I will be bringing that up for the rest of my life. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look, Latrell, he will be at fullback. He will have a full preseason under his belt. Uh, he'll be ready to go, and I think he's got, he's got a real point to prove this year, Latrell. I'm really, really excited to see um, how he goes. Obviously, we'll talk about it more with those guys, but... 
Mate, I have no doubt whatsoever that he would know in his mind that Damien Cook and Cody Walker aren't going to play forever. Yeah, I think as well. I think because in twenty when he came in twenty twenty, he did his hammy uh, in like well, one of the later rounds. Yeah, against finals, Parramatta. Yeah, was suspended in twenty one, and then it was kind of like Latrell hasn't played a finals game for South. He's got that monkey off the back. He was so good in some of those finals games. Um, now I think he's yeah. He's, he's ready for a big year, Latrell. Yeah, I, I think Latrell Mitchell is now in a position where he knows the only thing standing in front of him, you know, being in a grand final or winning a comp and playing origin is injury and suspension. Yeah. It's just up to him now. Yeah, 100%. He's good enough. Um, and I just, you get, oh, people hate him and whatever, but just him walking around the cameras, calling it Trolley Aunt Stadium, he's... He's just he, it's the good game, for rugby league. The game needs him. Yeah. And I read an article in the paper this morning. Fox Sports have just signed him. So he's going to be on TV a lot this year. So if you don't like Latrell, I have bad news for you. You're going to see him a lot. Yeah. So, it's going to be a tough gig. Yeah. I like that deal. Oh, I, I love think it'll it. be good for Latrell. Oh, I think it's good for Latrell. I think it's good for Fox Sports because he's the game's he's the game's biggest superstar right now. Like he's just it's crazy. It's just I love it. I love Latrell so much and I'm I'm stoked for him and I and I hope he I hope, I hope he doesn't change. I, I hope, don't think he will. I don't, I don't think he will. I'd be shocked if he changes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very excited about Latrell. He will be. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.